the KC Press Box, where you get the sports headlines that you care about. Plus, learn to make cold, hard cash with the Sportsbook 101 that teaches you every aspect of sports investing. The lineup is ready. The players are set. And now, let's head to the KC Press Box with your hosts, Steve Serrano and Dave O. Oh boy, do we have a great show planned for you today. Welcome to the KC Press Box, season number three, episode number, wait, season three, episode three. That's three, gonna, three. That's going to mean something, right? Uh, every single Wednesday, you can catch the KC Press Box wherever you're obviously listening to the show. We appreciate it no matter how you found us. Uh, you can always go to our website, too, if you didn't find that. It's kcpressbox.com. I am Steve Serrano. He is Davo. And before I get to explain, because obviously Davo wrote the rundown today, and it says Daddy is getting hot again. Daddy is red hot. So just so we're all aware at home, uh, he wrote the script, and he called himself Daddy. Yeah. Uh, so he obviously wants me to refer him to Daddy today. I milked so, the best of the cash. Cow in the so, NFL. so daddy wants to be referenced as daddy aka davo uh but before we jump in dave is uh dave last week was 13 to 3 last week against the spread that's 81 13 uh, and 3 that's my man unheard of uh the week before that he went oh for 13 oh for true. 16 I week think. before that it was nine and seven nine and seven all right so big difference between a nine and seven and a 13 and three we'll explain why uh also some breaking news that just hit the line here in kansas city as we tape this here at casey press box uh possible rumor uh mill has been been changed that it's no longer rumor it could be true travis kelsey taylor swift i mean we might as well talk about it now right i mean jason kelsey confirmed on a philadelphia radio station uh, earlier today that uh yeah it's official they're they're dating i'm pretty sure that's official like you know but i feel like at, at this point taylor's camp or travis just so it's not a distraction would have said something but then again why keep it low-key right well for him keep no the matter people what talking about great. i yeah she there i think they're probably talking they're talking now. Okay, if they are together, what are the odds? Since this came out and Jason Kelsey confirmed it, right? Yeah. What are the odds, Taylor? She's off until, I think, September. No, I mean, not, I mean November, sorry. What are the odds she's at Arrowhead this Sunday? Zero percent. No, it's higher than zero. No, no way. If it's true? No, there's no she way. She doesn't want to see her man play in person no, for the first she, time? She understands how much if, if she walks into the building. How could he focus, right? Come on. Well, she'll be in the box with Brittany. Oh, no, yeah. It's not her that. and Brittany are going to be hanging don't out. Don't get me wrong. And Jackson, I, we would love there. all to see it. We'd love to see her. Maybe she'll perform in halftime for us, but it's not going to happen. All but right. uh, we'll, we'll continue to f- cover this story. Dave, again, 13 and 3 last week on the spread. Uh, you hit your lock of the week also. Wow. Impressive. Uh, 42. <laughs> that, four, sounds, that made it sound like you're not impressed. Yeah, it's it is it's old it news because I do it all the time. Yeah. 47 and 24 in the last two. Uh, two plus two. That's imp- incredible for the last two years. All right. Uh, obviously, a lot to to talk about on the show. We'll bring in Casey Insider Jake Lutz. Uh, David, what's going on this week? We have a lot going on, obviously, uh, in the NFL. Uh, a lot of running backs got hurt. Just mm-hmm. a lot to, to, to talk about here on the show. We do. We're going to go through every single game against the spread as well. I know you love the rants, and I've got a good rant. Should I begin before we bring in Jake Lutz? Let's oh, do it. There's the music. Now, is this your the rant music? I feel like I switch it every time. I think it so, is. So if you're new to the... Is this it? Yeah, it's right. Okay. So if you're new to the show every single week, uh, David's always um, bitching about something. I mean, ranting about something. Uh, if it's not the NFL, it's the Kansas City Royals or possibly. Oh, Col- speaking of the Royals, the bre- breaking news in the last 20 minutes here. A lot what? of breaking news. We're recording this on Wednesday morning, by the way, the 20th. Uh, the Royals announced that, unfortunately, they were hoping to have their stadium site selected like this week. It will not be ready this month. Shocker. It'll be sometime in the near future. They're, they're working Is this an extra? Is closely this a- with Jackson County and Clay County. Is this an side. extra rant here? 
It's just a little... Yeah, it's just slapdick All organization. Right. All right. Uh, Dave's got uh, 60 seconds on the clock. Little Dave O'Reilly. 30 seconds. What, what are we writing about today? Let's go. The Colorado fan base. Let's talk about the Colorado Buffaloes. I'm already over Coach Prime. Put, take your damn sunglasses off. I agree with the Colorado State head coach, Jay Norvell. Meet somebody, shake their hand, and take your sunglasses off. But besides that, let's talk about the fan base. They F-bomb left and right. Always been notoriously the worst fan base in college sports. Steve, they were favored by 24 points against Colorado State. They need overtime, double overtime to pull it out, and their fans rush the field? You were a 24-point favorite. How slapdick is that fan base? Oh, let's storm the field. We won in double overtime. We shouldn't have, but we came from behind and beat a 24-point favorite horrible team from the Mountain West Davo's at home. Davo's rant. There it is. He's obviously a little bit bitter for multiple reasons. Number one, that Colorado beat Nebraska. Let's <sighs> put that in there. Uh, also, I disagree 100% with everything you just said there. They were favored by uh, 24 I don't against care an what unranked favored team. By. Uh, Why are game you went till 1.30 in the morning. I am a bandwagon fan of Colorado because I like what Prime's doing for the uh, for college football. He's making it fun. Uh, sure, do the, do the sunglasses. Okay, The Rock is out there. You've got every single... It looked like the BET Awards on the sideline. It was incredible. I was so at mad. The game. I totally, Colorado State should have won that. Totally disagree should've with you. Should have gone for two, by uh, the way. I, end of overtime. I love what Prime has done to Colorado, and you can just see what one man has done for that organization All and right. obviously everything else. Lots to talk about. Uh, we'll bring in Casey uh, Insider Jake Lutz. Uh, here in just a second let me dial him up um, he was at the casino last week uh let's see let me think where he might be this week i suppose it's possible he's you, back you know he's going to be on a uh excited for yeah one he'll reason. be excited either. you know why he was out there probably running out on the field as mu beat k-state oh that's true the 61 yard field right? goal yeah we should ask him about the start with probably here boy's a tank by the way yeah he's like 200 245 pounds kicker <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant Jake. I'm like, Jake no. is skinny. No, let's see if Jake's here. Is Jake going to answer or is he blowing us off? I get no, no phones at the casino tables. Hello? Hey, there he is. 61-yard field goal, Jake. How about that? Who is this guy? <laughs> Man, that was that was unexpected and uh, an awesome finish. I'm just happy to be wrong about the way I picked that game because that was, uh, that was the best win for Mizzou in about a decade. I'm, I'm being honest in football. Seriously? They needed that desperately. Yeah, I mean, their biggest win, definitely their biggest win under the Drinkwitz era. Um, probably their biggest win since probably 2014, I would say, back when the team was actually relevant. Hey, so, Jake, does he understand how to use the uh, like the clock? Does he understand that game management at all? Is, is he the worst <laughs> coach in college football at game management or what? I mean, that was a absolute debacle, that last drive of the game. I, I mean, the, the whole entire thing, I mean, he... He needs to thank his kicker because, I mean, the, the penalty was ridiculous. He didn't. He thought they had called a timeout when they had it. I've never seen a coach actually not know. I mean, it, it was just crazy. Well, and he burned the and, timeout and, on the first down. Like the the, the, yeah, the, exactly. the, the, the chain stop it for like twelve <laughs> seconds. Like literally, you have twelve seconds before the clock starts again. Even if it start, you might lose three seconds there. Save the timeout and save the twenty-five seconds later. Yeah, the, the clock management was a mess. Um, that that whole drive had every Mizzou fan very angry, but you know our kicker who had missed an extra point and a thirty yarder the previous week, of course, comes up and drills a sixty one yarder. So you got to love college kickers. Well, <laughs> Steve and I were talking just a minute ago about Colorado. That game went till one thirty in the morning. It was amazing. Another game that went almost that late was Kansas. Now they were favored by twenty eight at Nevada. I think all of us thought they would probably cover the twenty eight, and they struggled. So. Were you surprised Kansas struggled? And is it maybe that Kansas isn't as good as we thought? Or is it just one of those nights traveling west and just one of those things and we can call it a fluke? 
I think it was one of those nights. I think it was definitely a, a, a trap game, a, a bit of a trap, because knowing you've got conference play starting the next week, heading out on the West Coast against a team that's not very good in Nevada. But the good news is KU survived that game. I mean, it was close. It was tied. They, they scored in the fourth quarter to take the lead. Um, you know, they're still running the ball really well. I, I think I've been a little bit surprised about the lack of rushing from Daniel so far, and I guess it's understandable with the – um, you know, coming off the injury, we haven't seen that rushing upside the way that we did last year. He had a, he had 11 carries against Illinois, but only 24 yards, and I believe had negative rushing yards last week against Nevada. So I'll be interested to see if that part of his game comes back because that's what made that offense so dynamic last year with him being able to use his legs too. Um, we know he's a good passer, so I think it was a bit of a just a trap game. They survived it, um, maybe looking ahead a little bit because they've got a. They've got a big one this week. Yeah, I was going to say, BYU, they are favored by nine. To me, that seems a bit high, but we'll get your thoughts on it right now. Nine-point KU favorite at home against BYU, 55-and-a-half over under. Your thoughts? I mean, I, I do agree with you. I, I think Kansas is going to win this game, but I, I think that is favored by nine is a little a little high. I think this is going to be a very close game. Um, BYU just went into Arkansas and beat them, dropped 38 points um, did it with only 281 yards of total offense. So I had to investigate a little bit more how much, how their offense worked in that game. But, um, they played really well. Arkansas kind of beat themselves. They had over 120 penalty yards in that game, turned it over a couple times. Um, so I, I'm not sure if BYU's offense is actually a team that's going to be putting up 30 plus every single week, but they are three and oh, they did just go on the road and beat an Arkansas team that I think is, is a, is an average SEC team and, um, it's going to be a tough matchup for Kansas. I, I do think that KU can, you know, I think their defense is a little bit better. I think they'll be up for this game. I think that if we can see some of that rushing upside from, from Daniels finally, that they'll be able to, to, uh, get out of there with a win. But I like them only, I think probably by three, three points, maybe. I think this is going to be a tight game to the end. So I, I do think that I, I don't see Kansas covering the, uh, the nine unless they just play you know, perfect football game. Jake, what about K-State? Are they going to lose again? Is somebody else going to swarm the field here, this time being <laughs> Central Florida? Uh, Kansas uh, five-point favorite, which I was surprised, let's be honest, right? I figured it would be even even money here. Come on. <laughs> well, I think K-State's still got a, a pretty good team. They, they didn't play their best last weekend. But the biggest concern for K-State this week is, is the injuries that came out of that game against Mizzou. They lost their their star middle linebacker for the season, um, and Daniel Green. They're starting running back. Trishon Ward is doubtful to play this Saturday. They're probably going to be without him. And then Will Howard is questionable to play. Um, I, I don't – They their coach didn't really give a lean on whether that's a questionable day where they think he'll end up gutting it out and playing or not this Saturday. But if he doesn't play, it'll be their freshman, Avery Johnson, who we saw actually – quite a few designed runs in that game against Mizzou. It looks pretty good. I think it'll be a different game plan if he's in there. It'll be a lot of QB runs. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of questions around K-State. With that said, though, um, again, UCF, not a bad team, but their starting quarterback is also hurting out this week. So both teams potentially could be without their starting running uh, starting quarterback. So I think um, I think if Howard plays, I, I, this is one you got to watch the injury report. I think if Howard plays, I think they'll cover the four and a half. I think K-State is going to be angry coming off of that loss to Mizzou. I think they'll come out and play a good game. They need this one. Um, need this one for a conference play opener. Um, so I, I like K-State if Howard plays. 
if Howard doesn't play, I do think this line probably moves and we'll have to just, I, I would definitely keep an eye on that. But if, if Howard's in there, I think K-State wins this game by seven. Yeah, I think stay away if, if he's out. Mizzou favored by five and a half against Memphis at mm. home. 51 and a half against the Memphis Tigers. Who do you like here? So just a quick update. This this actually is not a home game. This is a neutral site game. This oh, game it is. is being played in yeah, it's being played at the Edward Jones Dome in St. Louis. Oh so, wow, okay. Um probably will have a heavier Mizzou crowd. There's a lot of Mizzou grads in St. Louis area, but Memphis is not that far of a drive from St. Louis either. I think that's only what a, I'd have to look at my map for like five a three hours. Hour drive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's not not a bad drive. So there will be some some Memphis fans there, but I I bet it's sixty or seventy percent Mizzou at least. So um, again, this week, Brady Cook is listed right now. It's questionable. It sounds like he's on the right side of questionable. I would be very surprised if he doesn't actually play. Um, but, but the issue that worries me a little bit is, is if he does play, I mean, it was a knee strain, I believe. And his mobility was what was so good for Mizzou and what made their offense so good in the first half. His, his design runs were then opening up the plays downfield that we hadn't seen from, from them all year. So, if he is limited and not able to run, I think his offense is going to struggle a lot more like we saw in the second half against K-State. So um, I do expect a lower-scoring game, um, regardless of whether Brady plays. I, I think, look at the total on the game. I think it's at 51 and a half. I, I think the under is probably the best play out of that game you could find because I just think his offense is going to struggle to put up 30 points. I mean, um, so I think it's a lower-scoring game. I think Mizzou does win. Um, don't love the line just because of the mobility questions. I think if Brady Cook was 100%, I'd have more interest maybe in Mizzou winning this game by seven, but I think it's going to be a tight game all the way out throughout. Uh, I think Mizzou wins, but I think, again, I think this is a situation where it's close and maybe a three or four point win for Mizzou. Jake, a lot of people on the text line are, are really asking, do you think he'll kick a 71-yarder this week or is it going to be closer to 80, you think? 69-yarder, actually. <laughs> Good God, that guy's a big guy. Am I right? I mean, trust me. <laughs> He is a tank. He's a big boy, and I mean, I mean, the one he hit there, that would have been good from sixty-five. I right? Think. I He's, think that's probably about as. Is, so as you're far saying as he can, he can hit it, a? But. So you're saying Jake Lutz is on tape saying he's going to hit a seventy-one yarder this week? I love it. <laughs> love it. Is he an In NFL? Dome, yeah. Is he an NFL kicker, Jake? That's like we. I was having that discussion with some people actually earlier this week. I, I mean, he's definitely got the leg to be an NFL kicker, but the issue is the extra points and the short kicks okay. the past few so. years have been. A problem, but his his first year at Mizzou, he was automatic from everywhere. So he he's had kind of a roller coaster career, but he's always he, he's he's almost been better at the fifty plus yarders than he has at the, at like the thirty he's, to forty range. He's like understandable. the college version of Brett Maurer. We see him make sixty five yarders and miss extra points. Hence the playoffs last year. Last thing for you, Jake. We got to talk about the Chiefs. I know Steve and I were talking, and I'm sure you agree. Defense looks like a top 10 defense. The defense has been carrying the Chiefs ahead of the offense. Who would have thought we'd be saying that? Less concerned about the defense right now. And then Travis Kelsey, of course, looked rusty last week, but I think we can chalk that up to his He'll first game. He'll shake it off. Yeah, you like that? He'll he, shake it off. In your wildest dreams, he <laughs> so, will. There you go. Sorry about that. I, I think it's it's an injury coming back from that first game. Cobwebs, plus it was 110 freaking degrees heat index. So we'll kind of chalk that up. But this week... Against the Bears, Steve and I will give our, our our picks a bit later. But you're up first. Chiefs, twelve and a half point favorite, over under forty seven and a half. How do you see this one going on Sunday? I mean, I I, I do hate it. The double digit uh, total or being favored by double digits always scares me a little bit. 
Um, I think the Chiefs will handle the Bears this weekend, but I I don't know if I expect them to win this game by you know 14 points. I think if they win by two scores, I expect it to be more like a a 10 point win. I do think the offense. This is where they got to get going. Everyone else has had success against the Bears defense, so this should be a spot where the offense comes out there and finally puts up 30 plus this weekend. Um, I, I do think Kelsey was just a little rusty last week. I think this full extra week week of practice where he's a full participant. I, I, I expect him to have a big game. And when the offense is running through him, everything else is opening up. I also think I think they're going to try to actually establish the ground game early this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was a, Pacheco had one carry last week in the first half. And then when they finally actually start handing the ball, you know, he rips off a 30-yard gain in the third quarter. Like, they, they can find success in the running game. They have to against the Bears defense because everyone else is. Um, so, I think they're going to get the running game going early. I, I, I think that will open things up as well. So, yeah, I, I like the Chiefs. Um, I'll say I'll say it's 31-20 is, is the score this week. I think they win, but I think they'll just barely not cover that spread. But it's, honestly, I'm probably not going to touch the spread in this game. Well, Jake, we appreciate it. I know you've got to get back to the casino. I can hear the ladies yelling right now. <laughs> Jake, 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 Jake. <laughs> Uh, we appreciate it. Casey Insider, Jake Lutz, going for a 71-yarder. You heard it first uh, from Jake Lutz uh, for MU Kicker. Jake, have a great week, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. I mean, he could be right. 71-er, why not? I think he said it. His exact quote was, I guarantee it. So Right, that's true. All right, uh, let's jump into the NFL games. we got a lot to talk about. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to go game by game. Uh, obviously, Davo, here at the end of the show, Casey Pressbox, be sure to take a listen. Uh, Dave's uh, lock of the week. Uh, right now, 47-24 and 24 lock of the week. That's a 66%. You know he's trying to flip that around and do 69. I couple get it. A couple more, we'll get there. Uh, so we'll start off uh, game number one, some of these noon games, Dave. Uh, obviously, you have a little more information about some of them than the others. Uh, we'll start off the Giants uh, t- hitting the road, uh, taking on the Niners. A uh, Wow, look at this. Minus 10. Minus 10 uh, for the Niners, 44 and a half uh, over under. What do you think? That's Thursday, by the way. Thursday oh, night. sorry. Thursday night. Yes. Little prime game. And this is one of the old school prime games where they've had these horrible games the last few weeks. The, the, the Niners will roll in this game. No Saquon Barkley uh, for the Giants. The, the, the Niners defense struggled a bit for the first half, first two-thirds of that game against the Rams, really turned it on. Purdy missed a number of wide-open throws in that game. I think both things kind of correct themselves. Niners defense plays a full game at home. Purdy comes out, makes the throws. The Niners cover this 10-point spread. They win this game by 17-20 to 20 points. This next game, the noon game, going into Sunday, I, I was shocked, really, to only see this at minus six. Uh, the Dolphins favored by six here as the Broncos will head to Miami. Your thoughts on that? I thought it would be a little more, personally, because Denver hasn't yeah. looked great the last two weeks. Yeah, Denver had that, what, 18-point lead and blew it, and you're right. They just don't look. It's just Russell Wilson's cooked, man. He's toast at this point. Uh, the Dolphins should cover this game. It does. The, the number is a little high because I do think that the the Dolphins defense, while it played much better against the Patriots, I still don't think it's that good of a unit. I think Sean Payton's a good enough coach. So they can check down to the running back and do all these things. They have Jerry Judy back. The Broncos do, which will help. But in the, in the end of the day, Tyreek Hill did nothing last week. He has a monster day. Definitely play him in DFS if you can, although I'd stick to that, uh, you know, probably the Justin Jefferson and, and Keenan Allen uh, DFS call later on in a game we'll talk about with the highest total. So maybe you can't pay for him in DFS. But in this game, Steve, if we're talking just gambling perspective, I'll take the Dolphins on the points, but I love it on a teaser or a money line. Did 
Josh Allen have any inter- interceptions last week? No. All right? So none. he can go from three to none. Can you do it again this week, taking on the Commanders? They'll hit the road. Uh, they're favored by six and a half. The over-under is 44 and a half. I'm talking the Bills versus the Commanders uh, this Sunday at noon. This is, a, is this a pretty decent Washington defense? It's maybe not quite as good as we thought coming into the year. Do I think he'll turn it over? I do here think that he'll have some struggles. In fact, I like the Commanders to cover this game. And I'd say, Steve, 40% chance they win outright. I think Buffalo will outright. go in. I think Buffalo sneaks out a win by about a field goal. So I do like the commanders getting the six and a half. I just think their defense is good enough playing at home. We've seen Brian Robinson effective running the football. He's become a bell, bell cow back there uh, for the commanders. And Buffalo is a little iffy. Now they, they did okay against Josh Jacobs, but got lit up by Brees Hall. Uh, I don't know. I just think teams that stick to the run against Buffalo will be able to pop a couple, three big plays. And I think the commander's defense is just good enough to slow down. They won't stop, but slow down the bills. So I like the commanders covering the six and a half at home. All right, Houston uh, hitting the road, taking on Sunshine. Uh, nine and a half, Sunshine, Jacksonville Jaguars, what I'm talking about here. Uh, they're favored by nine and a half. Over, under, pretty low, 43 and a half. Yeah, this is a, a really good right get-right spot here for Jacksonville. We don't know exactly who's playing quarterback for Houston. They've got some issues there with injuries, lingering injuries. We know Jacksonville's defense is not rushing the passer at all. No. One of the bottom five units in the NFL through two weeks. I suspect that will correct itself a bit with Josh Allen up front there, the other Josh Allen. Correct. I think this Jacksonville defense is better than they played, although they did, they're did pretty good against the Chiefs, too. Let's give them some credit for that. Their offense slowed down. Will Calvin Ridley, which one is he? Will the real Calvin Ridley you know, please stand up? Is it week one that goes off or week two that does nothing? I think they get it back to Ridley and Kirk in this game. I think they really established the run. I think ETN's in line for a big game after not doing much last week. I like Jacksonville on the nine and a half. Love this game on a teaser or parlay. Make sure if you're doing a teaser this week, this game is one of the games. Get Jacksonville down to three and and make some money. I love Jacksonville. They'll, they'll get the job done here. Are they the real deal or not? I'm talking about the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the Colts are going to be coming to town. They're seven and a half favor, 46 over under. Are they the real deal, Dave? Yes and no. Is this the old Ravens that we remember? Remember no. this? Remember this? What was it? Three years ago yeah. when it was the Patty versus, yep. um, I mean, Lamar. Jackson. Yeah. Like, is this the real deal? I don't think so. I don't think their defense is quite that good. Their defense has been pretty good-ish. But I don't, I don't think so. Now, this week, you know, again, who's playing quarterback? We don't know. Anthony Richardson, the concussion protocol after two big rushing touchdowns last week. Don't know that it matters in this game. We saw Zach Moss have a decent week. This is the last week, by the way, until Jonathan Taylor can be uh, you know, brought off. Or is it two more weeks? Maybe it's two more weeks. But Zach Moss had a nice week last week. They'll try to ride him in this game and run the ball. I don't think they'll be able to do that effectively. I think Baltimore is a fantastic play in this game on the minus seven, seven and a half, whatever you get it at. Love them again in a teaser. Love them on a money line parlay i'm big if you can't tell in the nfl with teasers so but yeah baltimore gets the job done here i, I think mark andrews coming back last week will help this offense a lot now odell beckham you see he's mm-hmm. hanging out with kim kardashian now yeah, why not Wait, we got travis kelsey that's and right Taylor Swift. Yeah. bring it so questionable for odell this week it doesn't matter he's not even there he's like their third option now fourth option in their offense it's it's running back musical chairs don't try to play any of those guys in in, in fantasy but yeah baltimore gets the job done here all right a few more noon games uh the falcons uh hitting the road taking on detroit Detroit only favored by three and a half, and the over-under is 46 and a half. Love Detroit in this game. I, I think is Detroit's look, D are that good? No. Okay. I mean, no. They, I mean, they Seattle got them pretty good last yeah. week, really. Week one, it was good against the Chiefs. Last week, it was, yeah, I thought Seattle got them pretty good last week. I, 
No, the, 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 to answer your question, no. The defense is not that good. But I, I just think, you know, Ritter, they're, they're going to try to run the ball, Bajon Robinson, mm-hmm. and then sprinkle in a little Algier. And then, you know, they neglect Kyle Pitts and Drake London. They, they have pretty good weapons, actually, on that Falcons offense. And the offense has, has been sneaky, really good, Steve, so far through the first couple of weeks. I think Detroit just outscores them here, like you said. The defense isn't quite that good. But I think the I think the Lions defense is for real. We've seen Jared Goff looking like. I don't mm-hmm. think he is a top 10 quarterback, but he's sure playing like it. The numbers would say certainly he's a top yeah. 10 quarterback so far. I think Detroit gets it done. This is one of my favorite straights of the week, especially if this goes down to three at any point. Jump on it. I really like it. But yeah, absolutely. I'm either staying away from this game or taking Detroit. Nobody in their right mind should be betting on the Falcons this week. All right. Prime time is what I should call these next. The Jets, because they've got so many prime time games. Uh, the Patriots taking on the Jets. The, the uh, Patriots on the road and favored. Uh, so obviously that's just really, it's they're favored by three, uh, agree or not with that. Yeah, I do actually agree with that. Now, Mac Jones has just been in his career pretty bad in close games, especially coming from behind late. He's like something like one in, I think he scored like one out of 19 drives in the fourth quarter when his team was down a, a score or whatever. I saw a stat this morning, something to that effect. I was half asleep when I was reading it, but it's been bad for him. We knew that already, but the numbers kind of back that. With all that said, Zach Wilson is a disaster on the Jets offense. The Brees Hall's mad. He's not getting the ball for some weird reason. He's going to, they're going to autocorrect that, try to give him the ball more, but I think Belichick, this is the kind of game, Steve, we talked about last week how, why Miami is one of my favorite games of the week last week against the Patriots is because you can't really scheme speed. Mm-hmm. Now, he did. Belichick did do a good job scheming at Tyree Kill, but the speed still beat him. Jalen Waddle still had a really big day for the Dolphins. This, however, you can scheme. When you've got one of the worst, arguably the worst, starting quarterbacks now in the NFL, like sure. Zach Wilson, Bill Belichick will have a, a heyday. He'll stop the run in this game. He's going to do lots of stunts, um, you know, confuse Zach Wilson, who's not a guy who reads defenses real well. There'll be blitzes coming from all over the place. They disguise cover well the Patriots absolutely I hate betting on Mac Jones but they absolutely go in and take care of business great bet here on the Patriots how about the uh, Saints and the Packers uh, the Packers minus two and a half 42 over under I don't, I don't even care about this game to be honest well the, the, the Saints defense is, is the talk right so far mm-hmm. and Derek Carr being awful in that unit doing nothing uh, conversely on offense now they do get Alvin Kamara back after this week this is the last game they don't have him they lost Jamal Williams um, for the next several weeks they're mm-hmm. you know running back that stepped in um, as weird as this is, the Saints offense looks better with Taysom Hill running it than it does right now with Derek Carr. In this game, I, I think the Saints are going to struggle. I like Green Bay to win this game and cover this game. Uh, I think Green Bay uh, maybe is not quite as good as New Orleans, but the way uh, it's just like right now, the Saints offense is just not clicking. Derek Carr doesn't look good. He's not on the same page with his receivers. Yeah, the Saints defense has been incredible. And yeah, Jordan Love, you know, iffy, you know, as quarterback, there's turnover prone there. We see him, you know, lining up and falling. Falling over drunk before the quarterback sneak. Did you see that when he was like oh, stumbled? Yeah, that happens. Yeah, does it though? So, but anyway, I I like Green Bay in this game. It's a nice bounce back spot for them. They're playing at home. They get the job done. Green Bay wins this game outright. All right, a couple more noon games. Tennessee and the Browns. The Browns favored by three. I haven't said that in about two years. The Browns are favored. Uh, how about Nick uh, Chubb, man? But it, poor. Did you see that 2015 had the same injury? His career is done. It's a 15 month um, injury. It sucks. Yeah. So the Browns are actually favored by three and over. 
over-under is pretty low, too. I mean, this does not seem to be a, a, 39, a high, 39, not a huge um, scoring game expected for this coming Sunday. First of all, you're going over in this game. That's a, that's a great bet. I love the over at 39. I'm glad you pointed that out. And then second of all, Deshaun Watson, what is his deal? I mean, he should have gotten thrown out of that game. Two severe face masks pushing an official. It was not good in that game. Tennessee's defense, you could not run against them, so no Nick Chubb. Uh, you know, I think Chubb probably could have run against them because I, th- I thought he was the best running back in football. Maybe not named Christian McCaffrey, but just an absolute stud. Definitely the best between the tackles runner. So that's a massive loss. They're about to send Kareem Hunt, by the way. Old friend alert going to the Browns there. What's he doing? He'll be backing up forward. He won't do anything. But anyway, Cleveland in this game, I, there's no way I can get behind Cleveland in this game. I, I just You can throw the ball against the Titans, but I I don't know, man. I, I just think Tennessee gets the job done here. I, I don't got a good feeling about this game. Um, I think this this. Brown's offense is completely different without Nick Chubb. I think it's much easier uh, to scheme things away. I I love Mike Vrabel as a coach. I think he's the better coach here. Um, You know, Tannehill maybe not quite as good as Deshaun Watson, but the sad thing is Deshaun Watson at this point in his career, only 28, feels like he's not much better than Ryan Tannehill. Give me the points here. Give me Tennessee. I don't love this game. I'm probably not going to bet in this game, but if I do, I'm certainly taking Tennessee. How about a game straight up? And that's just pretty much because they're uh, at home, the Vikings and the Chargers. Um, Vikings favored by one. Okay, yeah. one. What's up? Over under 54, highest of the week. Chargers 0-2, by the way. They're both 0-2. It's a battle of the 0-2s here. Yeah, 54 is the over under. Load up your DFS and fantasy lineups of players from this game. Eckler probably back for the Chargers. They're going to need him. I mean, Brandon Staley is just an awful head coach. You know, I mean, just absolutely awful. Justin Herbert's not a winning QB. We love the talent. We love the, the fantasy stats. Real life, not great. This is one of those games... The 54, Steve, even seems low to me. I think this game goes over, and give me the Vikings at home. I think the Chargers go to 0-3. I think Kirk Cousins gets the job done here, but just absolute. I I love this game from a fantasy perspective. It'll be fun to watch because lots of points. How about this game? The uh, Panthers and the Seahawks. uh, The Seahawks favored by 6, 42 over under. I don't even care about this game either. Um, this is a kind of a tricky one because six is a lot of points. We talked about how the Saints offense isn't clicking. Well, Bryce Young and, and the Panthers offense, you know, as well. You know, that you read that they can't even sneak him. They're going to bring in Andy Dalton all year on the quarterback sneaks because he's too small to run a quarterback sneak. Bryce Young, I was reading that over, over the weekend here. But anyway, in this game, Seattle, I'll take Seattle on the points. I don't love six point five and a half, whatever it ends up at spreads in the NFL generally. But in this game, um, go ahead. I'll take it. All right, how about the uh, 325 game? Man, these teams, I, I asked you this at lunch on Monday, is Dallas the real deal? Their defense looks incredible. I mean, they're favored by 12 on the road against Arizona. Not that Arizona is good, uh, but still, it's, it's, it's interesting to see that high of a uh, on the road. 12 is not enough points. You know I hate really? taking those. The, the, you know I hate that. I'm taking Dallas. I love the 12 points. Take Dallas here. I'm not even sure Arizona scores an offensive touchdown unless they get a short field set up by a punt return or an good. interception. I, yeah, I don't. I think Dallas rolls. I think they win this game by 24, 28, as many points as they want. They can win this game by 30 pretty easily. I, I, give me Dallas. They're going to destroy Tony Pollard a massive day. I just, I just don't see Arizona doing anything um, against this Dallas defense. I absolutely love Dallas. We do have one more. Uh, 3 o'clock game, but we'll get to that at the end of the show uh, or towards the end of this uh, predictions here. Let's get into our Sunday night games, the Steelers and the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders favored by 2.5 at home, 43.5 over under. Well, another bad Sunday night so, game. 
a lot of people are like, yeah, give me the Raiders. The Steelers are so bad. I'm the exact opposite. I love Pittsburgh in this game. Pittsburgh, just take them on the money line. They went out right. Now, Kenny Pickett, I'm not sure, is a good quarterback, but I love George Pickens this week. I mean, uh, certainly Najee Harris. How many carries would it take Najee Harris to get 50 yards, Steve? 30? I mean, the guy looks like he has blocks, built like cinder blocks or, you know, on his feet. So, but anyway, yeah, I absolutely love Pittsburgh getting the win here on the road. All right. Uh, how about going on to Monday? We got two Monday double games header, again. Baby. We got double Mondays. There's two more left uh, this week and one other. I love the double Mondays, even though last this last Monday was was it even worth it? The last game uh, was okay. Eagles and Bucks. I like this one. Six fifteen uh, Central Time here. Eagles hitting the road. Uh, Eagles also favored by four and a half. This is the time when Philadelphia shows up. We have they've been kind of like the Chiefs. I mean, they are two and zero. They play better than the Chiefs, but they've been kind of like the Chiefs in that they haven't really clicked totally yet. You could say they arguably could have lost that last week's game and Justin Jefferson not fumbled out of the back of the end zone. Everything changes. So maybe they wouldn't have, but certainly could have. Doesn't matter. Would have, could have. They're going to come in here to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has been playing over their head. Baker Mayfield comes back to turnover life here, starts turning the ball over. <laughs> I love me some Philadelphia Eagles minus four and a half. Take the Eagles here. All right. How about the other Monday night game? This one, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in for this one. All right. Uh, we'll be up till midnight. Rams and Bengals. Bengals at home. All right. Yeah. Hold on. Only favored by two and a half at home. So this thing started at eight. Oh, and two Bengals, by the way. And we don't, do we even know if uh, exactly. Mr. Mr. Money is playing? That's why I went to two and a half. Yeah. It started at eight. Then it was at six. Now it's at two and a half. Jake Browning is probably going to start a quarterback for the for the Bengals, is my guess. Give me the Bengals here. I don't care if it's Jake Browning. I, I don't care. I just think the Rams, their passing games look really freaking good, by the way. The Rams really, their offenses, I mean, Matthew Stafford looks great. I don't know if he's an HGH or what, but he looks fantastic. Puka, you know, is catching 75 balls a game here. Absolutely jam him in all of your lineups, obviously, anywhere you're at if you're playing a short slate here or whatever. But I, I think Cincinnati gets the job done at home. I think their defense is just good enough to slow down. I think I like Zach Taylor as a coach. They still have mix and they have good weapons. Browning can game manage this game. Either way, give me the Bengals. In fact, I wouldn't hate putting it in now just on the off chance. It's not going to go down anymore. So if you think the Bengals are going to win either way, put it in now because the odds are if Burrow comes back, it jumps back to five or six. And if he doesn't come back, it's probably not going lower. All right. How about this next uh, in our last game here for the week? The Chiefs uh, back at home. It feels like it's been a while, but it really hasn't just because of the Thursday night game uh they felt like they had a little extra break chiefs are at home the bears have not looked good 325 central game the chiefs uh we talked about at the beginning of the game favored by 12 and a half the over under is 47 and a half uh, i would say that's a low number normally for kansas city but then again is it because they the offense has not performed we haven't scored 47 in the last two weeks dave yeah, I, I agree with what Jake Lutz, our KC Sports Insider, said earlier. They established the run early here. It's a nice day for Pacheco. Start him in fantasy if you have him. The Chiefs established the run. Conversely, on the other side of the ball here, Justin Fields has just been awful. Turns the ball over, missing open receivers. You got people Whoop. mad. You okay over there? Do you have Chipotle this morning? Crank, cranking it. You know what I'm saying? Justin Fields has been awful on the other side. Just missing open receivers after open receivers. You got you know DJ Moore and Malcontent not happy. They got a lot of problems there with Chicago. I think with the way the Chiefs defense is playing, they get turnovers here left and right. I think Mahomes does whatever he wants once they establish the run. The Chiefs win this game, Steve, by 20 points. Wow. The Chiefs will cover the 12 and a half. I love them this All week. right. The time is now uh, for our lock of the week. Before I play the audio, let me give you the breakdown here. Uh, Davos 47 and 24. This is where you take out a pen, take out a piece of paper, and start writing it down. Davos going to give you some money. Let's make you some money. Time for the lock of the week. 
Yes, you heard the man. 47 wins, 24 losses in the lock of the week. That is 66%. This is the week of the big spreads. Normally, I hate big spreads unless it's Thanksgiving. I love me some big spreads on Thanksgiving. Not normally in the NFL, but man, there are just a couple of games I really, really love this week. The Kansas City Chiefs at home against the Bears. They're favored by 12. You got, uh, you know, Dallas favored by 12 at Arizona. Mm -hmm. Steve, what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this Mm -hmm. week. Tell me more. I love both of these games on their own if you want to take them to minus 12. But if we want to make this a lock, right? I think what it's called the lock of the week. I think both of them probably do hit minus 12. But we're making this the lock of the week. We're just going to go ahead and tease them. We're going to tease them both down six points. Give me Dallas minus six on the teaser. Give me the Chiefs minus six on the teaser. And we have a big old spread. Those games hit two team a six-point teaser. Your lock of the week. woo That, my friend, was a fast show. That was fast. It's a fast show. Obviously, anything you want us to talk about on next week's show, please do. Obviously, we'll talk about the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey rumors. She'll be there the this we week. Ta- I bet she's as there. The, as the time that we tape this show, we appreciate you guys listening. Casey Press Box, be sure to tell a friend. Uh, the real question is, uh, can Dave do exactly what he did last week? Do the breakdown again. 13-3 uh, and three last week against the spread. That's 81%. That is tough. Another number that we love numbers in sports. Uh, his lock of the week, 47 and 24, 66%. So we'll see if he can increase that to 48 uh, and see how he does against the spread for this coming week. We appreciate you guys listening to the show. A lot of new things happening on the show. Big thanks again to our boy Jake Lutz, Casey Insider. You can always see him shirtless running out on the field when an MU wins or at the casino. Either way, we appreciate you listening. Uh, I am Steve Serrano. He is. I'm Dave. We're out. Later. Later.